Welcome to Mariners Church, Gospel Everyday Podcast. Over the next few weeks, the team at Mariners is prayerfully planning for our next season of ministry as we close out our fiscal year, June 30th. If you want to be a part of the vision God has given Mariners to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world, you can head to marinerschurch.org give. Give through our Mariners app or click the link in the show notes to set up your one-time or reoccurring gift. Your support of the ministry at Mariners equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in his name. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariners Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, We're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. So we have been in a series talking about friendship. And we've explored the different marks of a true friend. Marks like constancy, that they're with you season in and season out. Marks like transparency, that they allow themselves to open up and vice versa, that you can really get to know one another. Marks like sensitivity, that there's a tactfulness and we do things with wisdom. Today, we are going to explore the fourth mark of a true friend, and this mark is is counsel. In other words, a true friend gives constructive feedback. You know, um, our, our culture currently, our surrounding culture here in Orange County, We defined a friend and an ally maybe like this. It's someone in your corner. That's what we would say. We would say a true friend is someone in your corner. Now, I really like that definition, but I just wonder, and a fear of mine is, I wonder if what we actually mean by that is, first of all, someone who doesn't disagree with you, right? They, they agree with you on all things. Example, you know, it doesn't matter if I screwed up and, and so my supervisor is upset with me or, you know, when, when I go to my friends and slander my boss, I just kind of expect you as my friend to just agree with me and be in my corner no matter what. So, so that's the first. Um, it's that what we mean is it's someone who doesn't disagree with you. But secondly, what I think we mean by someone being in your corner as a friend is someone who sees comfort as the highest virtue for you. In other words, they believe that the best thing they can do for you is to provide comfort. That's what I wonder if our culture means. Now, look, if we're in a boxing match, like if I'm in a boxing match, I absolutely want someone in my corner who gives me comfort. You know, um, I want someone to say, hey, are you okay? Oh my gosh, you're, it's going to be okay. Like I absolutely want someone who's going to give me comfort. But I mean, in my corner, I also want someone to be able to say, hey, um, your face is bleeding. Um, but, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I co- no, I, I don't want that. At the same time, I want someone to give me constructive feedback about how I'm going against my opponent. If they see something that I'm not seeing or if they want to point out something that I'm not doing well that's going to help me, I want that person to speak into my life. See, when I talk about someone truly being in my corner, I do want them to comfort me, but I also want them to confront me and give me constructive feedback so that I can improve. Why? Because in providing constructive criticism and receiving constructive feedback, I actually get to walk into long-term comfort, right? Isn't that true? Like if someone is really caring for me, um, 
I don't want them to care for me only with a momentary, you know, kind of immediate emotional relief of, oh, it's okay. No, but I, I want actual structural relief that might sting a little bit in the short run, sure, but it's going to provide great comfort in the long run. And I think that's what this proverb, our Proverbs today is actually saying about this fourth mark of a true friend in counsel. Uh, the Word of God reads in Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, Iron sharpens iron, and one person sharpens another. I mean, did you notice the imagery that was used here by the writer uh, of Proverbs? Iron sharpening iron. I mean, just think about that. Imagine that visual for a moment. Iron sharpening iron. I don't know about you, but iron sharpening iron does not sound like something that feels like um, like comfort. You know, it doesn't sound like people, uh, it doesn't sound like me snuggling up in a really soft blanket, although, I mean, you know, I love soft blankets, and it's, it's really comfortable. Does that sound kind of weird? It did. But iron sharpening iron, it sounds a bit like there's going to be some friction, right? There's going to be some heat. There's going to be some noise. Iron being sharpened does not sound like a fully just only merely fun process but it is a worthy process because well frankly both sides actually come out better on the other side and i think that's what this wisdom writer is saying that that's what true friends do for one another true friends don't merely stand in each other's corners simply to provide comfort no they give so much more than mere comfort they also give constructive feedback for long-term welfare and hope this is what tim and kathy keller say in their devotional they say friends regularly have constructive clashes that sharpen each party's understanding of the world and of themselves i love that constructive clashes I mean, when we think of clashes, I mean, that's not something that we often want to engage in. But the Kellers, they're understanding this as a beautiful thing because it's going to lead to a sharpening of our world, our worldview and of ourselves and of the other person. In other words, sharpening, iron sharpening iron or counsel being a mark of a friend is a good thing. I remember a long time ago, a good friend of mine uh, and he's still a brother to me to this day. I remember a time when he counseled me in a way that I did not expect to hear. And to be frank, it surprised me. It stung at the moment, but it was so good for me. Uh, we had finished, you know, a, a church staff meeting. And he and I, we were leading together. And, you know, at this time, like, I was like, you know, in my college years, late college years and you know, I was, gosh, in my college years, I was so arrogant and prideful and self-absorbed. And, you know, I'm still wrestling with those things. I mean, these are sinful tendencies that I'm still trying to, you know, put to death, as the Apostle Paul would say, by the grace of God, by his strength. But, you know, in college, I was just younger, uh, more immature. And I, I just, I wanted to be the man, you know. And this came out in a really just not wise or... I was not a fun person to be around uh, in meetings. I mean, some people might say I'm still not a fun person to be around, but I really wasn't a fun person to be around. And I, I had really strong opinions, and I kind of demonized everyone else's opinions because I, I really wanted my opinions to win out. And I remember one time we finished this meeting, and 
my friend, he comes over to me and you know, he put his hand on my shoulders and he said, hey man, like, whatever's going on, I, you know, you can always talk to me, but man, you are not an easy person to work with. I mean, think about, imagine hearing that today. Man, you are not an easy person to work with. And, you know, for some odd reason, when he said that, I, f- I felt like a part of me kind of came online. Like, I, j- I just woke up. Uh, it felt like he took a needle and kind of just pricked my heart. And it stung. It hurt. At that moment, I was really hurt. Um, and a part of me, you know, I-, I wanted to lash out. Like, stop being so sensitive. You know, but I took that week to really process what he had said. And, you know, I had asked him, oh, man, like, what do you mean? And, you know, he gave me, like, concrete moments of how, I can see, wow, I was not an easy person to work with. And, oh, my gosh, that week, it led to such a beautiful place of personal repentance where I was changing my mind and the direction of my heart was going into a new direction of greater dependence and reliance on God and security. And I I was being led to a place of greater humility. And so I was so grateful that that friend of mine, being in my corner, was willing to risk experiencing discomfort for this beautiful, constructive clash that happened that really led to my benefit. And to be honest, it's benefited me me, me to this day. Now, obviously, we want to, you know, do this uh, in a in a wise way, in a tactful way, you know, in a sensitive way, as we heard in the previous episode. But the mark of a friend, um, Gosh, yeah, we don't want to drop bombs on our friends all the time, right? Like, hey, how's it going? Uh, by the way, you know what you need to fix? Here's a list of 14 things I created. Um, I, I really prayed about it. I, I really prayed about it. So, hey, I'm just trying to be a good friend. No, that's annoying. But there's a wise way to do it. By the way, isn't this how our God treats us? I mean, how does he counsel us? Has he not given us himself in the Holy Spirit who lives in us? He has moved in and the Holy Spirit continually through the word of God pulls us back to himself. He convicts us of our sins. He guides us to all truth. Our God is a really good friend to us. He counsels us. Oh, he comforts us, but he also brings us to truth and he sharpens us. And so, hey, today, let's be this kind of a friend to others and let's receive this from our friend. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for loving us and for being an amazing friend to us and for counseling us and for confronting us lovingly for our good. We want to be the kinds of friends that are that way to others, but we also want to receive good counsel from others as well. Help us to be a good friend like the way that you are to us. Help us to receive good friendships from others. We thank you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.